I'm Amy, sex educator, sex and relationship coach, and co-owner of PurePleasureShop.com. I'm April, VP of the cutting-edge sex toy company Hot Octopus, and I dedicate my life to the business of sex. We are on a mission to teach you how to have hot sex, deep intimacy, and how to make your own rules for who you are as a sexual being. Welcome Welcome to to the Shameless Sex Revolution. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 50% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use code SHAMELESSSEX at purepleasureshop.com. You are listening to a Pleasure Podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. Well, hello, everyone. Hey, ya, uh, everybody. Hey, ya. Uh, welcome to the Shameless Sex Podcast. Ooh, this is another one about penises. This is fun. We're on like a roll for penis episodes. This episode was really fun. It was super fun. We actually didn't really know what to expect. So Dr. Judson Judson Brandeis, who actually lives close to us, he's a urologist. He's author of The 21st Century Man, advice from 50 top doctors and men's health experts to help you feel good and have better sex. And here's the thing. Oh, help you feel great and look good. And we, so we received copies of his books. I put them in our studio right now. They are like full on encyclopedias. <laughs> Which is good because there's 50 doctors. Oh my God. And actually my old boss, shout out to uh, Dirk Bauer from hey, Fun Factory. Dirk. He's quoted in the book. He's been a, a, an incredible mentor to me in my life for the sex toy industry and also to the 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 sex toy industry in general with innovation and high-end sex toys. And so the fact that he's in the book was really cool. And he just mentioned that without even knowing that I had a connection to him. So I was so excited. I was like, yeah, well, I was looking at it the other day and it's actually a really practical, easy guide where anyone who has a penis should probably have this book. And I just showed it to you, but from age 18, maybe age 15, actually to age forever until you die, because it has everything you could possibly think of. And you know, in, in five years to 10 years, 20 years, it'll have some, you'll have some shift in your, body and be like what the fuck is going on so it's really really well done also if you are with a penis owner or you are even even if you're not in a partnership with a penis owner if you're dating penis owners out there and you have questions about what's going on we had a yeah we had a question about the taste of semen i'm sure there's something in there oh in the last episode yes so oh my god yeah we should have accessed that encyclopedia right yeah he's awesome We we will definitely have him back he really knows his stuff he's a big fan of uber lube by the way and he explains a little more of the re- for the reasons why he's into Uber Lube. And it isn't just about penis owners. It's also for the Volvo owners, too. All right. You ready for a sex question, Chip? Oh, yeah. It's a quick one. You bet your rock hardness I Ooh, am. rock hard. This is perfect for this episode. So this is a quick sex question from, I believe, some penis-owning human who I don't know if they identify as male, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> I believe I've heard all of your episodes, but I haven't heard anything on penis pumps. I don't know how to properly use a pump. I want solid, rock-hard status and longevity in all caps. I'm here to pump you up. <laughs> Any tips on, tips on how to pump my penis up? <laughs> <laughs> I like this question. Well, there's a really good penis pump. The only one that I, I don't have a lot of experience with penis pumps. When we worked at Pure Pleasure together, people would come in and buy them often, and yeah. I only would watch the videos myself. They're pretty entertaining, too. The, the one that is... Bathmate. Bathmate makes the most... I think from learning about people's testimonials with the products, they make the one that actually is, I, I, I don't want to say it's safe, 
because there's always a level of, of safety qu- that's questionable. I've heard of accidents, but it, yeah, it's, yeah. More, it's the most uh, effective. I think. Effective is yeah. a great way because it uses water. You actually do it bath mate in the bath yeah. or hot tub or shower or shower. So what you do with bath mate. So we have them at purepleasureshop.com, by the way, it's a mother daughter owned sex shop by me and my mommy. Hey, mommy. Hey, Janice. What's going on? Uh, if you go to purepleasureshop.com and you look up bath mate, all one word, you can find them and they have multiple models, mostly based on size, but they don't have actual like a pump. It's more of like a suction thing at the base and so what you do is you take it you fill it up with water and then you only pump it like twice meaning you suction it to your body by pressing it towards your body because you, I've had it heard of people doing it like eight times and it can actually bruise your body that's what I'm talking about safety yeah is safety and it, so there's like full like April saying full videos so you do it safely then you suction it and then you let go or you hold it with one hand and then you continue on with your shower and then if you say hopefully you're someone that saves water like us because we're big on that we live in California um, so maybe your shower only lasts for three or four minutes but you keep it on for another 10 to 15 uh, and so maybe you're out of the shower and you're kind of still holding it in place they even have like little harnesses for it that will touch your body anyways what it does and this is my understanding and i've known people that work for the company and you and i have known people that have used them we before. know the people that started the company and we've actually had partners that have used yes. that have used them and they say this pump actually works not only when i t- when i take it off does it work for a little bit but actually lasts like for hours because the water itself is engorging your skin and i'm not gonna say this perfectly because i don't work for the company but i believe it's working your skin the blood vessels where it makes everything thicker and bigger and so you can have this this erection thing going on for hours and this hardness and it makes things kind of feel longer too whereas air pumps they make things feel thicker and bigger in the moment but when you take it off they go back to normal and and with air pumps, the thing is, is that, is that because of that suction, it can just make give you a boner, basically, and a bigger one. But it, things kind of tend to go back to normal fairly quickly. I was always under the impression that penis pumps were not only for the rock hard piece, which we can never guarantee that. I thought they were also for elongation. Uh, like, over time i didn't like realize bigger, oh like they do permanent shifts and well but, but over time if you use them but is that is that an actual myth i have heard the bathmate people say that it Me can too. change things over time but i think this is the same thing as like the old school technology trying to stretch people's legs to make them taller oh God. where i just don't think the body is necessarily designed for that granted you know if God, this is going to sound really archaic, but like foot binding. <laughs> oh God! To make things smaller actually does change the body. But how long do you have to do that? Right? You know, you have so well. Same with neck elongation in certain cultures. Yeah, that it's uh, so things. It does change the it body. Does change the body. So what I'll say also for this person is, so if there's a pump you want to try, I would say try this one. Is it going to change you for you know for the rest of your life if you do it every day for a month? Probably not. Um, and if there's things that you want to change in your body, Dr. Brandeis on this episode talks about all kinds of things like gains wave and all these different things that actually work with your body, especially if your body's changed. Now, if this person's only 20 and like your, you know, your body's still, is that what they said? I don't know. Oh, okay. But your body still has the ability to do a lot of the wonderful blood flow things. And if you're just buying into what you see in porn, that your cock should always be thick and hard and nine inches long, then that's not really realistic. I have one thing I wanted to add. So, and this is this is because of my work with Hot Octopus. I know that we have a cock ring that's dual motored that actually can help with longevity because it puts pressure on the perineum. And so what happens is you put the, the cock ring on when you're totally soft. And what happens is when blood flow starts to go to the penis after you're erect, because it goes around the cock and the balls, 
It actually will help with longevity because it puts a little bit of compression like lasting longer. and pressure. So when, yeah. right. So when you're in uh, motion and you're in an experience, you, uh, and reviews have said, and this is why we made the cock ring the shape that it is. It actually will constrict blood flow. Yeah. Uh, but it's you nice put it on yourself. Yeah. And we have that one at purepleasureshop.com. It's spelled A-T-O-M plus. plus. Yes. And the last episode from the week, Last week was with Fabienne is all about semen retention, mm -hmm. which is all about lasting longer and knowing how to control your orgasm. We also have an episode with Keely Rankin. That's all about that. If you look up on our website, look up the name Keely. I, for me personally, I think it's a mix of all the things. It's like not just relying on the um, the the tools that we can use that are like, you know, cock rings and pumps, but not disregarding those things. And also, here's the thing I'll say for this person, too. If you can't get any blood flow in your cock, none of these things will work. Right. You know, the point. cock rings won't work. The the pumps will not work. You have to already get some blood flow. Other, I've had, I mean, when we worked at Peer Pleasure, we'd sell those. We didn't know this. We'd sell those things to people who couldn't get any blood flow, whether they're diabetic or, you know, various reasons. They were really disappointed because you have to have something to work with to start. Sometimes a prostatectomy, when they remove the prostate, can affect Shifts things for sometimes years yeah. the blood flow to the penis. Sometimes forever, you sometimes know. And there's certain forever. there's certain things, but then we learn new ways to play that don't involve a hard rock hard. This cock. is where urologists can come in as well. So yep. Doctor uh, Brandeis, uh, or buying this book might give you some uh, insight. So, are you ready for a bio? I am. All right, urologist and author, Dr. Judson Brandeis, graduate of Brown University and Vanderbilt University School of Medicine with residency at UCLA and postdoc fellowship at Harvard, specializes in the emerging field of sexual health and medicine. His book, The 21st Century Man, advice from 50 top doctors and men's health experts to help you feel great, look good, and have better sex, is loaded with comprehensive, scientific, and factual information that men and their partners partners need to know. To learn more, visit BrandeisMD. I'm going to spell that B-R-A-N-D-E-I-S-M-D.com. And to buy the book, just go to the21stcenturyman.com. That's all spelled out. All right. It's interview time. It was a long journey to get where I am today. So I went to undergraduate. I went to Vanderbilt for medical school. I went to Harvard uh, for a research fellowship. I went to UCLA for surgical and uh, urology residency. And then I went into private practice in Walnut Creek in general urology. I helped build the robotics program. I helped build the MRI-guided prostate biopsy program. But about three years ago, I became really interested in regenerative medicine for sexual function for men. And that's where I sort of got off the, the train tracks. And I became super interested in acoustic wave therapy to grow new blood vessels in the penis and also PRP and stem cells to help grow new blood vessels, right? Because there's the, the blue pill and their supplements, but as soon as those are out of your system, you're back to where you were. But regenerative treatments will have longer lasting effects and help men who no, couldn't get erections begin to get erections once again. So fascinating. Wow. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, I just, I have two very clinical words for you. Holy shit. Your credentials <laughs> are impressive. I was, uh, wow. I was getting a little bit of a medical hard on if I could. Uh, <laughs> that That's good. So let's talk about sexual health. Speaking of medical hard ons and uh, pleasure for penis owners, because this obviously your credentials are incredible. Uh, and I'm so happy that you're joining us today to talk to folks out there about this topic and your book. So, what are some of the most common issues penis owners are facing when it comes to their sexual health? 
Okay, so there was something called the Massachusetts Male Aging Study, and it was the largest study of men in the United States. And what it showed is that 40% of men in their 40s, 50% of men in their 50s, 60% of men in their 60s, and 70% of men in their 70s have some degree of erectile dysfunction. Hmm. So basically half of men over the age of 50. And 90% of erectile dysfunction is what we call vasculogenic or related to blood flow. Right. And so the same reason people get heart attacks, people get erectile dysfunction. Right. So bad diet, lack of exercise, sedentary lifestyle, smoking, diabetes, alcohol, all that stuff contributes not just to heart disease, but to erectile dysfunction. Now, the amazing thing is that erectile dysfunction shows up 10 years before heart disease does. So if you think about it, erectile dysfunction is your early warning system for cardiovascular disease, right? Because the arteries to the penis are one to two millimeters. The arteries to the heart are three to four millimeters. So if you get erectile dysfunction and you just stick your head in the sand and pretend like nothing's wrong, or you just pop Viagra and hope for the best, but you don't go to see your primary care doctor, you know, you could be missing an early warning sign. And remember, the first sign of heart disease in 25% of men is sudden death. Jeez. Pretty crazy, huh? That's a that's a sign right there. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, it's really interesting. You can go one step further, right? When guys are in their teens, 20s, they wake up every morning with an erection, right? Morning wood, morning glory, whatever you want to call it. Okay. Ten years from the time those morning erections start to go away until the development of erectile dysfunction and so you really have a 20-year head start on the development of uh, cardiovascular disease. Really? 20 years on average? Yeah. For- yeah. Wow. So, wait, but so-, we, so when you say dysfunction, sorry, I'm just, I want, can we highlight what that means to you when you're saying dysfunction? Is there, it's not just like, oh, it was hard to get a boner today. Or is there something we're specifically looking for? We, because, you know, I'm going to look. I'm going to look really closely. <laughs> right. Take down your pants. Well, you know, I mean, when a penis owner can't have adequate sexual relations because they can't have penetrative intercourse because there's not enough rigidity in the penis, most people would consider that sexual dysfunction or erectile dysfunction, right? Sexual dysfunctions, some of my happiest patients in my, in my office are patients who can't have penetrative intercourse, but they found other ways with their spouse, they, they can pleasure themselves or each other. Mm-hmm. And so, but erectile dysfunction really is the inability to have penetrative intercourse. Mm. And so regenerative medicine and supplements and PDE5 inhibitors like Viagra and Levitra and other technology like high intensity focused electromagnetic waves and alternative medications like PT-141 and oxytocin and apomorphine. I mean, these are all tools that I use in my office at Brandeis MD to help my patients. Can we go back to that in the beginning? I'm not going to know all the words, but you were talking about this uh, recent studies and things that, that you were uh, that were groundbreaking. Was that on the air? Or was that before we were on the air? That's a good question. I yeah. don't know. So what what are what are you seeing as the current science? Like everyone knows about Viagra. You know, everyone knows about some pills that you can pop. And I, my understanding is also it doesn't necessarily work for everyone, and especially if someone already has heart issues, isn't that maybe not the best choice for them? What are you seeing is um, now available that wasn't available 10, 20 years ago? That's really fascinating. Right. So I develop, I, I, I kind of break things down in terms of signal and delivery of blood. Okay. So the signal actually to open up blood vessels 
comes from a molecule called nitric oxide. And nitric oxide is all throughout your body. When I was at UCLA, one of my professors won the Nobel Prize for discovering nitric oxide as a second messenger. Okay? So as you get older, the amount of nitric oxide that your body produces declines, which is why your circulation declines, which is why your feet get cold when you're older, which is why some of the reason why you cognitively cognitively decline because you have less blood flow to the brain. And so if you boost nitric oxide with a nitric oxide booster, like for example, I have a product called Affirm from Affirm Science. That's a pure nitric oxide booster. And there are two ways you can get nitric oxide. One is from citrulline, which is in watermelon. Mm. And the other is nitrates, which are in beets. Mm. Right. So if you boost nitric oxide, you boost circulation. And you make this molecule called CGMP. And the more CGMP you have, the more the blood vessels open, right? Now, PDE5 inhibitors block a specific enzyme that's only in the penis called the PDE5 enzyme. And so when you take a PDE5 inhibitor, you block the PDE enzyme and you have more CGMP. The more CGMP you have, the more blood vessels you have open in the penis, the more blood vessels uh, you have pumping blood into the penis, which blocks the flow of venous blood back into the body. And so you have a rigid erection. Hmm. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So there's a science hard on for you. Yeah, it's a yeah. Si- is that a pill that you take or like, what is this? Or injections? Yeah. No, no. The nitric oxide is just a supplement. It's not oh. nitrous oxide, P.S. No, everyone. nitrous. <laughs> Don't yeah. go sucking things at the dentist's yeah. office down. It's going to give me a boner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, we, April and I have a little inner... We forgot to warn you, oh, yeah. Dr. Brandeis. We're frat we have, boys. Yeah, we have inner frat boys. <laughs> we like getting our hard-ons on, especially when it comes to the medical field. You know, I talk about the penis every day, all day, so... Perfect. It's, You're right, right yeah, up our alley. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's hard to make me blush. And is, so is this... And we're, I'm just going on a tangent right now. Your work is specifically around penises. You don't work, do work around clitor, clitoris, the, the vulvas, too. Does it apply both ways? Uh No. Um, well, I mean, the, the parts are pretty much the same embryologically, uh, but my work is almost entirely in men. Mm-hmm. But, I, you know, I, I used to be a pelvic reconstructive surgeon uh, for women. And so, you know, I used to fix cystoceles and rectoceles and intraceles and robotic cocopexies and slings and all that kind of stuff. So I know all that kind of stuff. And actually, it's really important when I talk to my patients to talk to them about their spouses. And in fact, there's an amazing chapter written by Russ Bartels in the chapter called What Men Need to Know About Menopause, Mm. right? So for example, I had a 68-year-old patient who came in with erectile dysfunction and, you know, we fixed him up and he was raring to go. And I love the stories. I love when guys come back, you know, and they haven't had intercourse in five or 10 years and, you know, their their whole universe opens up and, you know, and so I was expecting in a week to have him come back and give me some great story. And I didn't see him and then I didn't see him for another week or so. And then he came in and he was looking downtrodden and I was like, you know, what's going on? He's like, well, you know, I was all set to go, but my wife is menopausal and she's not on hormones. And, you know, we didn't know that much about lubrication. And so it hurt her and she had bleeding and she got upset and she was crying. And she said, you know, I never want to have sex with you again. And that really broke my heart, but it also taught me something which is you, not only do I have to treat my patients, but I have to treat their, their spouses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I always ask now, is your spouse on, on um, estrogen replacement? I have a big giant box of Uberlube samples in my office that I, you know, I give out like Halloween candy uh, because it's, it's so critically important to have proper lubrication so that 
uh, your your the couples have positive experiences. Mm-hmm. You know, if I if I give my guy, uh, you know, the ability to get a good erection, but uh, you know, it's not pleasurable for the spouse, then I really haven't done him any any favors. In fact, I've created an asymmetry in the relationship. Mm-hmm. And I talk to my patients all the time about asymmetries in relationships. You know, if if you reach an equal equilibrium in a relationship, you know, you're having sex once a week or once a month or whatever. Uh, if one partner changes, the other partner has to be sort of part of that change or, or a, a willing sort of advocate of that change. Because if you don't, then the intervention that you've created, even if it's miraculous for, for the patient, um, isn't going to be positive. And that's not just for menopausal folks out there, like vulva owners that are going through menopause. This is for even folks that are, are younger. I, my fluidity changes, right? My vaginal fluidity with the hormone shifts. And so that's why lube is important to have on hand all the time. And especially Uber lube. Especially Uber lube because you, you have like very easily, uh, easy ways to transport Uber lube too, which is nice. It's not going to bust open. So anyway, I, so I loved that, that point that you made Dr. Brandeis. Uh, so, <laughs> I love it. She totally has a clip on her right now. Just <laughs> <laughs> So, okay. Your book shares and, and it, you know, the title does tap into the 50 incredible doctors. They're leading doctors in the country, maybe world. You may correct me on that. And your book shares research and tips from these folks that are well beyond accredited for uh, this type of inf- delivering this type of information. So let's talk about some of the 21st century, uh, because we are in that, with the ways to work with these shifts that people are facing. I mean, even you talked about some of the ways that folks are are uh, experiencing uh, erectile issues and stress, I can imagine, is also one of them, which who doesn't experience stress, even if you're a Zen Buddha, Buddhist, you might still experience that. So let's talk about some of these 21st century ways to work with these shifts that penis owners owners could be experiencing. <laughs> yeah. So there, there are actually two themes that run through the book. It's, it's a massive book. It's over 900 pages. Um, but first of all, I respect people's time tremendously and I could not write this book in any less than 900 pages. The information density of this book is really incredible and it's written specifically for men, right? I've, I've seen thousands and thousands and thousands of men as patients. I understand how men take in information. And so it's written with a sense of humor. It's written with a lot of stories. It's written with a lot of empathy, with a lack of judgment. And men like information, right? You can't tell a guy what to do, but you can provide him the information to uh, to make proper decisions. So, for example, I had a patient who... He's in his late fifties. He's a smoker, but otherwise he's pretty healthy. He's a healthcare professional, still smokes, right? And I told him, I said, the the, the statistics show that you're going to lose thirteen years of your life expectancy. And he said, Yeah, I know. Uh, anyway, I'll I'll still live, you know, my normal life. And I said, You have daughters? He said, Yeah, I have two daughters. I said, Do me a favor. So I don't want you to do any patches or any of those kind of other interventions. I just want you to put. 13 years lives lost on a piece of paper and tape it up onto your daughter's bedroom doors. So every time you walk in there, you're going to realize that you're going to lose 13 years of, you know, your kids and your grandkids and your great grandkids lives. And believe it or not, a month or two later, he came back to me and he said, you know what? That worked. 
right? So I didn't tell him what to do other than just reminded him what he was losing, just provided him with data information. And that's what this book does. So these are all my, my buddies, my colleagues, my friends, really outstanding, some of the top uh, private practice and academic uh, doctors in the country. And it's an advice book, right? It would be like if you went over to one of these guys' houses and you know had a drink or whatever and talked about cardiology or talked about fertility or talked about hand surgery or back surgery or, or sleep or any of the, the, the myriad of topics that are in the book, what would you know these guys tell you uh, as if you were their good friend? You know, what's the advice that they would give you? Mm. Like insider tips. That's I would have awesome. told that yeah. smoker to start smoking weed. See, that's why I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I'd like just switch to weed. Switch to this and- something else. We got some CBD joints yeah. over here. Don't worry, they're legal. It's yeah. Cool. There's actually an amazing chapter on CBD. Oh really? Oh, good. Oh. Yeah, oh. written by Adam Wengler, who uh, owns a, a Element Health. It's a big CBD company. Yeah. And actually, I wrote the chapter on marijuana, which mm. was interesting because I know very little about marijuana. Um, there are certain chapters that I just had to write. Um, so I learned a lot. And I learned, actually, it's not quite as bad as I thought it was. Does it actually help with any sort of sexual for, for functioning or performance for penis-owning individuals? You know, so there's actually been a number of papers, and they're they're pretty much split. Mm. Mm-hmm. Some papers say that it improves the sexual experience, and some papers say that it actually produce a little bit of erectile dysfunction. Did you do your own R&D then to make sure that it... (laughs) (laughs) I am in California, but... (laughs) Yeah, let me try this, see what happens. Uh, So the interesting thing about the 21st century man is that one of the themes that goes through the book is the hero's journey, Mm -hmm. right? Because men, you know, we all know, don't drink, don't smoke, uh, don't do drugs, don't eat too much, exercise every day, do some meditation, do some stretching, Life gets in the way of that, right? Even though we know that that's what we're supposed to do, you know, 40% of men are obese, uh, 15% of men uh, smoke, half of men have high blood pressure. And so men need help and men need advice, but also men need inspiration. And so I talk about the theme of the hero's journey and helping men who read the book understand that you're the hero of your own journey. You know, Tiger Woods, he's a hero, but he's got his own journey to go on or, or Tom Brady or any of these, any of these folks, they have their own journeys and their own problems. You know, you have to look at your own life and the things that you can do that are heroic for yourself, your family, your spouse, your job, your community, and make decisions in your life based on the fact that you see yourself as a hero. Okay, time for a quick break. This podcast is free to you because of our incredible sponsors such as Like a Kitten. Valentine's Day is around the corner. It's time to spice things up and think outside the box with Like a Kitten's Couples Box. Stop trying to figure out what to give your lover and just grab Like a Kitten's Valentine's Couples Box and you are on your way to pleasure town. This box has incredible ingredients to heighten all your senses. You can paint your lover with edible chocolate CBD body paint and have each other for dessert. You can even enhance your sex with some vibration with that beautiful heart-shaped vibrator and your choice of a dual arousal cock ring or a red rose anal plug and so much more. This Valentine's Day, say yes to adding more sexiness into your life. And right now, Like a Kitten is offering our listeners 20% off and free shipping when you go to likeakitten.com slash shameless or enter code shameless at checkout. Surprise your partner with an amazing Valentine 
couple's box. Just go to likeakitten.com slash shameless or use code shameless to get 20% off likeakitten.com slash shameless. The link is in the episode's description. And now back to the show. So is this written more from the perspective of speaking to people in their 50s, 60s, 70s? Or is this, would like a 20-year-old read this and this, this show up in a way for them and the way that they want to rearrange their life? Yeah. So, you know, I see men when things break down. And for some men, that's late 30s. For some men, that's 40s, 50s, 60s. And so, you know, the vitality of youth will carry you into your 30s, sometimes into your 40s. Um, and, and you'll be fine. But the habits that you have at those ages will affect your sort of longevity and the quality of your life later on. So, you know, uh, a, a proactive 20 or 30 year old would get a lot out of the book. But really, I think the target audience is folks over the age of 35 or 40. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can say that I've been one of those uh, humans and I'm a Volvo owner, but have like, oh, everything's my body feels good. And now that I'm 36, like, why? why does my hip randomly hurt or why am I more sensitive to certain foods than I used to be? And my partner's like, yeah, you're 36 now. So this is, <laughs> this is a part of it. Just a part of being a little more aware and on top of it, like our bodies will change. And so what you're saying and what you're saying, many things, but there is medical technology, science advances in ways that we can uh, work with these changes and maybe not be the 20 year old that we once were. And I personally have a little bit of an aversion to trying to be something that we have uh, evolved past. And I'm also a huge fan of medical technology and, and the era that we live in and taking advantage of that. Or as someone who I don't think I've talked about this in the podcast, but I have a genetic disease uh, that I never had to deal with until now. And I'm so grateful that there's medication for it. So I have to be grateful that this stuff is available. Uh, mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean that I'm going to try to live my life as, you know, the, what I once was. It's now how can I live my life to the fullest as I am now? And that might be I want to have rock hard clip boners or penis boners or whatever because this stuff is available. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, a lot of the technology that we talk about in the 21st century man that's applicable to men, like a nitric oxide booster or um, shockwave therapy. There's shockwave therapy for women. That's Cleavana. There's Femiwave. Uh, there's PRP for women. So instead of the P-Shot, so Charles Ronalds, the inventor of the P-Shot, but also the inventor of the O-Shot and the inv- inventor of the vampire facelift. Um, and PRP works great for women. Uh, there's chapter, an amazing chapter on stem cells. There's a chapter by uh, on sex toys written by Dirk, Dow- Dirk uh, Bauer. My the, old uh, boss from Fun Factory. Oh, there you go. He's like your father yeah. to me. Oh yeah, he is. He's amazing, That's by the way. Awesome. Yeah. Shout out to Dirk. I love Dirk. you. Oh, my God. <laughs> so Dirk wrote a chapter on, on sex. I'm just sorry. That's, that's yeah, awesome. sex toys. Oh, my God. That's wow. Amazing. Yeah, I mean, the, 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 the breadth of uh, our sexual medicine chapters. So the first, you guys will love this. So, okay, so the first chapter in sexual healing is called Sex on the Beach. And it's a story about a, a guy and a girl that hook up at a, a lifeguard party in Nantucket. And so I kind of write it like like you would uh, read in Playboy magazine or Penthouse magazine. And then I intersperse it with uh, the white coat. You know, I come in and I explain physiologically what's going on uh, to, for, to explain people in a kind of a more lighthearted way, the physiology behind getting an erection. Mm. And then the same couple – uh, the guy's turning 50, 
he's got a job where he has to travel and he's got three kids and he's got sick in-laws and he's got, uh, you know, he's got his parents and skilled nursing facility and he's all stressed out. And then he goes on his 50th birthday trip with his wife and he develops erectile dysfunction. And that kind of kicks off, okay, well, what can we do about erectile dysfunction? So I, that's a great, I think that's a great segue for this next question because people, I think, have maybe a disconnect between what's physiologically happening in their bodies and the mental impacts of what's happening on their life or their relationship status or or uh, their even their skill set in relationships and mental health is is coming up more and more in society Huge. and thankfully it's being normalized that mental health issues are arising and it doesn't mean you're weak it just means you're fucking human mm -hmm. so let's talk about how because this stuff isn't just I'm 50 or I'm 35 and my body's getting older. This is everything in your life that's happening to you right now could be impacting the way that your dick responds to your what you want or what you maybe don't want. So can you just share a bit more about this and your insights? Yeah, I mean, you hit it right on the head. You absolutely did. That's the genesis of this book is I see men with erectile dysfunction, but you can have erectile dysfunction for so many different reasons, right? I have guys that come in with erectile dysfunction because they're really bad sleepers. And people with sleep apnea don't go into REM sleep. They don't get nighttime erections. They end up with erectile dysfunction. So to actually do my job really, really well, I have to understand everything about a, a, a person. Uh, physiologically, you know, I have to understand sleep. I have to understand nerves. I have to understand diabetes, smoking, addictions, uh, lifestyle, uh, how they feel about themselves, whether they feel attractive. Uh, there's an amazing section on relationships with uh, therapists and divorce attorneys. There's an amazing section on mental health. The, the president of the California Psychological Association, the dean of Cal North State Psychology Department, they wrote chapters on anxiety, depression, work-life balance, vitality, fatherhood. I mean, these are things that are critically important. If you look at the Harvard Longevity Study, the longest study of, of men's health ever done, the main conclusion was that relationships and the quality of your relationships is the number one most predictive factor in terms of health and happiness, right? So it doesn't, you know, it's not taking an aspirin a day. It's not, you know, whether you eat healthy fats or not or, or, you know, whether you have access to chemotherapy or robotic surgery, it's the quality of your relationship. So if your relationships are fucked up, guess what? Your health is going to be messed up. And guess what? You won't be able to get a boner when you want to. Mm -hmm. And even if you could, you wouldn't have someone to use it on. <laughs> Word. <laughs> I think that's so valuable. Well, the last part was just funny, but yeah, <laughs> I think it's valuable to look at kind of the macro perspective and how everything comes into play into our experience. And we, yes, like you were saying, you know, we, we have so much information and deep down, we know that if we do all the things in the meditation and eat healthy, that it will contribute to a healthier sex life. And, uh, the, even just the relationships and the way that we are relating to people is it really has it makes a huge difference. Just these pieces that we we compartmentalize them. I think we put them in these little boxes, and then we have decided that this isn't this holistic perspective of everything being linked to everything. Um, but when we look at it, and I like that this is your approach to take this kind of like okay, let's look at all of it and see how it all comes into play, including 
what you said, you even with partners, right? How, what's your relationship like with your partner? And also, as we shift this part of yourself, your physiology and how your body has changed, also we need to look at your partner's perspective. Do you have any other, or their experience, do you have any other tips on that piece? I know that your expertise is more the physiology, but for for the partners and things that partners should know about how to support their penis-owning partner in the shifts in their body. And yeah, absolutely. Trying to take that in- you know, honestly, the, like there's everything in the 21st century man because I'm constantly asking my patients or my patients are constantly asking me questions. So you're getting input from hundreds and even thousands of patients and what they want, like what their concerns are, what their problems are. So, you know, if there's a, an issue, a sexuality issue, that the odds are pretty good that I've talked to a patient or two about it. And so there's a chapter, I think it's chapter three on what a female partner can do to help their male partner. You know, what, what you need to know, but that, uh, uh, and I think probably half the books are going to get bought by female partners. But the amazing thing is I, I see, I love seeing couples when they come in, you know, a lot of times the guys just come in, the wives are like, you know, this is your problem. You deal with it. But I love when couples come in and then a lot of times I'll send the, the guy down the hall, you know, to go to the room and the, and the wife will pull me aside or the partner will pull me aside and say, you know, thank you so much because I've been telling him to do these things for years and years and years. And he won't listen to me, but for some reason he listens to you. Mm. And so I don't care who he listens to. I just want him to take better care of himself. And so this book really is like having me in the room (laughs) You know, like I can't be in in every sort of bedroom in, in the United States, um, but having me in the room would be with the 21st century man uh, so that, you know, it's a 900 page book. But for each person, for each man, it's only a two or 300 page book, you know, only 10 or 15 or 20 or 25 chapters are going to be directly relevant to you. But it's also a book that will grow with you. Right. So if you don't have a prostate problem now, you might have a prostate problem in five years. And then you read the prostate problem. Well, I just want to address the fact that shame can be a huge piece in my people, especially in their partnerships, if they're in long-term partnerships. And, and it's not even an, an aging thing. I think shame can show up in a lot of different aspects of one's life. And for penis owners, and, and I'm not saying, and I'm not generalizing here, and I'm, I'm just speaking to the ones that I know in my life uh, well, they uh, sometimes don't want to admit if there's an issue with their bodies or that they have uh, maybe that they, they ha- there's shame, right? There could be trauma that they'd never addressed for um, early onset things that occurred or, or, th- and I think that plays a huge role in sometimes why people don't speak to what's going on in their bodies. And so I love this outside perspective where you can pick up this book and maybe your partner's been telling you for years, Hey, this shift might help, or maybe laying off the fucking burger after mm-hmm. burger mm-hmm. sometimes can help, or maybe getting in tune with your body or making these health shifts. So I just think shame does play a role and, and identifying that shame, those are all pieces. And I know you're not necessarily tapping into that. I just want to speak to how important I think it is that they are listening to you and that that could play a part in, in what's happening with their, oh yeah, their you know, you're right on the money. Absolutely. And so I, the way I explained shame or anxiety or, okay, so even a porn star, if they're being chased by a bear, will not get an erection, right? Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Inconvenient and time so, for erections. <laughs> yeah, it's not a good, you know, it gives the bear something to grab onto. <laughs> Eric Everhard might disagree. Yeah, he's <laughs> probably going to, yeah, but the rest yeah. of us, not so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so when you're being chased by a bear, your body produces stress hormones, adrenaline or epinephrine, and it shunts blood to essential organs, you know, legs and arms and eyes and certain parts of the brain and the heart. Right, and away from less essential organs like the intestines, the kidney, the liver, the penis, right? And so that's what we call the sympathetic nervous system, okay? And we haven't evolved long enough to have different sympathetic nervous systems. There's only one sympathetic nervous system. And so regardless of whether you're getting nervous before a job interview or because last time uh, you know, you, you made love with your spouse, you, it didn't go so well, or you're being chased by a bear, you get adrenaline. And long-term, you get cortisol, but short-term, you get adrenaline. Either one of those things work against blood flow going to the penis. And so shame and suppressed trauma and uh, you know, feeling like someone's judging you, all those things produce that kind of burning feeling in your chest. And that's just adrenaline. It's just epinephrine. And you know, you'll get cold fingers and cold toes. It's because all that blood is draining from those areas and going to really the essential areas of your body. And so sometimes even just the knowledge that that's going on and the, and, and, and communicating that to your spouse, you know, like, listen, I'm really feeling uh, nervous. I'm feeling vulnerable. I'm feeling just sometimes that release of communication can make the difference in terms of getting you from a sympathetic fight or flight nervous system to a parasympathetic or a relaxation nervous system. Okay, time for a quick break. This podcast is free to you because of our amazing sponsors such as UberLube. UberLube is a luxurious silicone lubricant that can enhance your sex and intimacy. UberLube's unique formula is velvety, long-lasting, with no flavor or scent, and it feels absolutely incredible on the body. There are thousands of doctors recommending UberLube to their patients because it's less likely to throw off your pH than most other lubes. So whether you want to make your hot sex even hotter or you want to prevent dryness, take our advice and check out our favorite go-to UberLube. UberLube isn't just for sex. I use it for massage, to tame my frizzy hair, to prevent chafing, even for oral sex sessions. I love how it comes in a beautiful bottle with a pump top for easy access, appearing more like a cosmetic product, so you can leave it on your nightstand shamelessly. UberLube is without a doubt my favorite lube, and countless listeners agree, often stating we never knew lube could be this good. To learn why we think it's the best lube on the planet, check out uberlube.com and use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. Again, that's uberlube.com, use code SHAMELESSSEX for 10% off and free shipping. This podcast was also made possible by OMGS.com. OMGS combines scientific research of real vulva owners so you can learn shame-free techniques on how to pleasure the pussy. OMGS studied 20,000 plus people of all ages and turned the research into animated modules, short videos, and beautiful infographics that are tasteful and easy to understand. Whether you want to learn about external pleasure, internal stimulation, or techniques with toys, OMGS can help you master vulva pleasure. Let me tell you, I've been recommending OMGS to my clients for years and it's been changing their lives because knowledge really can activate your pleasure power. OMGS is for anyone who cares about vulva pleasure and wants to take it to the next level. 
OMGS can help you become a sexual strategist by equipping you with the tools you need to unlock your pleasure potential. Plus, your OMGS purchase helps fund more pleasure research. OMG, that's wonderful. Only pay once, and these techniques are yours forever. That's right, this is not a subscription service, and you don't need to download a thing. So go to omgs.com shameless to get 10% off when you purchase any OMGS season. Again, go to omgs.com shameless to get 10% off right now. Time to pursue your pleasure. And now, back to the show. God, the body is so fascinating to me in the way that it works. It's like this fascinating primal computer program that's just doing all the things. And I'm going to bring this to a really uh, silly thing, but like testicles. Testicles are so fascinating. Those things, they're like a self-heating mechanism. They're really low and they're, you know, the body is really warm and the body's cold. They go up there and, and that's just like a simple way of seeing how brilliant this system is. But then you're taking all these other things, the way all the organs and the heart and the hormones, and they're all working together to keep us alive. And part of aliveness I think is one safety, but another one is vibrance, you know, feeling pleasure and deep connection and the heart racing and those experiences where like, oh my God, it feels so good to be a human. And also part of that is feeling the challenges of being a human. Um, And so I'm going to take this a whole switch here though, because I just want to say I'm a big fan of aliveness in general. And, um, and I think part of that is the ups and downs of life, but I just love the way the body works in in terms of, as well as trauma and shame as, as informers of how we can go about things in a better way for ourselves. Uh, But also I wanted to ask you a question about lube. Let's go to pleasure here. Oh yeah. <laughs> so, because there are people that are so like, why do I need lube? Why does my partner need lube? Or what? You know, like we're oh, the pussy should be wet when we have sex, or you know, my my dick should be able to produce the right lubricant for us to have sex. Why do you think the lube is really important in great sex, and especially if people are aging or with erectile stuff? And why are you a fan of Uber Lube? Because we are over here. Yeah, it was actually I wrote the chapter on lubrication. So there's. Um uh, water-based lubricants, but they tend to dry out. You have to keep applying them. And then there are oil-based lubricants, but they leave a lot of residue. And sometimes they put uh, like flavors in them and colors in them and so on and so forth. But, you know, what What really attracted me to UberLube is just, it's like so, first of all, the the uh, liquidity of it, the, the slipperiness. Viscosity? I don't know. Viscosity. I'll yeah. be in chapter 14, everyone. Just, <laughs> yeah. no, I'm just kidding. There you go. You're hired. <laughs> uh, you know, is is really amazing. And uh, and it doesn't leave a residue. It doesn't stain. And, uh, you know, it, it it's just been fantastic for my patients. And like I said, I give it away like Halloween candy. And, you know, even <laughs> we had a shockwave device that um, – that was getting stuck. The, the the bullet was getting stuck in the shaft. And so the staff was looking at me like, oh, we can't fix it. I said, put some Uber Lube in there. I bet you it'll fix it. And sure enough, Uber Lube fixes everything. Squeaky doors. Agreed. No Squeaky jokes. Doors. Squeaky doors. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Good for everybody. My hair frizzies over here and mostly for sex. But yeah, that's, yeah, I, that's the Halloween candy I want. I want to come to your office in Halloween. <laughs> I actually bring it to all my OBs. Like I just bring it to, so they use when the speculum goes in, I'm like, please don't use whatever you're using. Please use this. And they're like, wow, this is really nice. I've never had anyone say anything else other than it's nice. I'm like, well, I'll bring you samples next time. Yeah. Mine has it in her office. She actually offers that. She's like, would you prefer, well, because Uber Lube sent it to her, but she's like, would you prefer Uber Lube or this other stuff? And I actually brought my own bottle. I was like, I don't even need my own bottle. You already have some here. So yeah. So, so body friendly too. And 
Uh, we're again, we're in this era of all these medical advances, and we're talking about shockwave and all these things. But also with sexual products for intimacy, for for pleasure, we have advances in that department as well. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, like, I don't get paid by Uberlube. I don't, you know, there's not a, there's no kickback or anything like that going on. It's it's just the one that I find that my patients like the best, uh, and it really improves, especially because I see a lot of folks who are postmenopausal. You know, it's really essential in postmenopausal couples. So, is there a thing called menopause that goes on at all? Because I use yeah, this, and I was like, I want to know if it's medical, but I always, I thought I made it like, up. Can I trademark it? Yes, I know it's already done. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it. So, there's an amazing chapter in the book uh, by Gary Donovitz, who's the the CEO of BioT, which is the largest testosterone and estrogen replacement company in the United States. And you know, for women, uh, menopause, your your estrogen drops really quickly, but for men, it's a much more gradual, you know, one or 2% per year after the age of 20. Uh, and men start to notice that in their fifties, sixties, seventies. Uh, and it's amazing. So I, in the book, I have what's called a male rejuvenation, male physical rejuvenation protocol. And it's a combination of testosterone replacement. So if you're a man and your testosterone is 400 or 350 and you go to the doctor, your primary care doctor, more than likely your primary care doctor will tell you, well, that's normal, right? But do you really want to be normal for a 70-year-old or a 75-year-old? Mm. And I'll put in BioT pellets for my patients and their testosterone will go up to 1,000 or 1,100. And they literally go through a second puberty. I'm able to build muscle they're able to get rid of fat. Cognitively, they become much more uh, astute. They have much more energy, much more libido. It's really, uh, it's really incredibly remarkable what boosting testosterone will do for a man. And it's really safe. I mean, if you have aggressive prostate cancer, don't take testosterone. If you have a huge prostate, don't take testosterone. If you're, you know, if you're Fabio and you make a living on how much hair you have, uh, you know, don't take testosterone. Um, but other than that, there really are no significant side effects. Mm. Mm. And it's, I, it's, it's turned the life around of so many of my patients. And it's funny, my patients will come in and they'll say, oh, yeah, my wife told me I better get back to getting some more testosterone. Or uh, my employees told me, you know, you're getting grumpy again. Go get your testosterone. Mm. Um, because it's, it, it's not a drug, right? It's a hormone. It's programmed to work in a very specific way in a hundred percent of humans, hmm. not a drug that works in 80 or 90% of people. Hmm. So th there definitely is something called andropause or, or andropause, you know, menopause, menopause, andropause, you can call it uh, anything you want, but, um, but absolutely it occurs. And is this something that, uh, that has shifted uh, with the, you know, the earth shifting and with chemicals and things? Or is this kind of just the natural state that has been for penis on individuals for Yeah, ever? well, I mean, obesity will reduce the amount of testosterone, mm. right? So fat aromatizes testosterone into estrogen, right? So we're all taught men are from Mars and women are from Venus. But if you actually look at the chemical structure of testosterone and estrogen, they're only different by one hydrogen molecule. And hydrogen is like the smallest molecule, you know, one at one proton, one neutron, and one electron. So they're virtually the same molecule. And so they can, testosterone can be aromatized or turned into estrogen. 
And that happens a lot more frequently in adipose tissue and fat tissue. Mm -hmm. Second of all, men build testosterone, you know, like uh, hunters needed higher testosterone, you know, taking down a wild boar than farmers did planting seeds. And so men will generate higher levels of testosterone because they need it if they're more physically active, if they're working out, if so on and so forth. And so if you're sedentary and you're overweight, your body's going to say, well, we don't need that much testosterone. So you're not going to make that much testosterone. So I think it's invariably or, or, you know, certainly all the, the junk that's in our foods and in our environment is reducing, um, testosterone levels, it's causing cancers, it's doing all sorts of bad things. But I think like a clinical researcher, and it's it's very difficult to isolate those factors and determine if certain things are causing problems. Mm. Um, but you, I will certainly tell you that being sedentary and being overweight causes low testosterone. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I, all of these things, it's like a wheel. It's like the wheel of, of how the rain impacts the soil and the soil impacts the groundwater. The, these are evaporation. I was a science major. Yes, you're welcome. Now, you know, now so, those. and I, and I miss those days of learning about all of these things, but it is, it's, it's just, a, it's cyclical. And, uh, this is fascinating. I could talk to you actually all day. I know you have fucking shit to do, Dr. Brandeis. Uh, <laughs> I got penises to save. Yeah, you have penises it's to save. Penises. You have sex lives to, to save as well. And so this is where your book comes in. Your book just launched as we're recording this. Uh, we are recording this right before the end of 2021 and your book just launched. And obviously there's 900 pages to dive into and it sounds like it covers so many different facets of penis owners out there, whether, whether they're uh, experiencing erectile stuff or they perhaps will eventually, or uh, they want to learn more about preventative measures. So, uh, and it's not just you, it's 50 plus top individuals in the world. Now I know the world because Dirk Bauer, shout out to you again. Because he's in there as well. And uh, so my question here is how can people find you, work with you if they want to actually see you? I know you're in uh, California or buy your book because that is finally available. Sure. So the 21st century man. So it's all written out in letters. The 21stcenturyman.com is the place to go to uh, purchase the book. We have an ebook, we have a hardcover book, and we're recording a, an audio book. So that's going to come out uh, in sections pretty soon. Ooh, 900 pages of audiobook? Damn. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's 40 hours. Oh and you can God. only buy it on your website, right? That's where you can get yeah. it. Okay, so make yeah, sure yeah. you go to it's And it's, spell, it's not spelled out. It's 2-1, right? Two one. No, no, it's uh, spelled out. Oh, sorry, it's twenty first century spelled out. Okay, and if the you twenty first century man dot com all spelled out in letters, and you can go on our website too to click through to to find that because we always put links. Uh, and if people want to work with you, can they do that? Or are you probably booked up until twenty forty four? Yeah, no, just go to Brandeis MD B R A N D E I S M D dot com. And then if you're interested in, we have a nitric oxide boosting supplement, we have a testosterone boosting supplement, we have a supplement for premature ejaculation and also one for prostate health. So if you go to Affirm Science, A-F-F-I-R-M science.com. And then also I put a lot of my videos because I do, I travel around the country and teach physicians and lecture to patients. And so I have a YouTube channel, which is just Brandeis MD. Mm. And so I have the men's sexual medicine curriculum uh, on my YouTube channel, which I think is like 20 videos 
um, that covers, you know, erectile function, erectile dysfunction, orgasm, you know, everything under the sun that you can think of. All right, y'all. So stop rolling the dice and go see Dr. Brandeis. He's got you covered. All your penis needs. You don't need to feed into the bullshit. Uh, I'm just kidding. I'm going to stop rhyming now. Thank You're you. smoking too much weed. Smoking too smoking much, much weed. Oh, you got a team over here, Dick. Hells, yeah. All right. Well, Mr. Judson Brandeis, it's actually doctor and everyone out there that didn't hear me say that 50 times. So go check out this book because I, I I am so excited to actually get my hands on a copy and I, I haven't yet and just what I've learned from you today is incredible so thank you for being here with us and making this happen and, and sharing your information and the the world of research and the medical phenomenon that is the 21st century man and uh, thank you thank you so much and Chip thank you for being here thanks Dip yeah wait I'm Dip yeah, Anyways. you are. Anyway, you're a whole <laughs> lot of damp. So for all of you out there, I just want to give you one more call to action. That is go on iTunes, give us a rating. We love five stars. We read every single review and all it does when you review us, it's free to do. It's easy to do. It just helps folks out there find people that are helping the world of sex. And and obviously they're helping the penis owners out there in you the world. The uh, and they, they will be able to find people like Dr. Judson Brandeis. And that's why we're here. That's why we're Shameless Sex. And for that, I will say thank you for being part of the Shameless Sex Revolution. We love every single one of you. We'll see you next Tuesday. Ciao for now. Want to learn more? Go to shamelesssex.com. And for 15% off of some of our favorite sex toys, use code SHAMELESSSEX at purepleasureshop.com.